You are listening to the Christian Worship Center podcast. For more information about our church, please visit us at cwcstillwell.com. We hope you enjoy this message. All right, going to John chapter number 11. Uh, We're about done. (laughs) Tonight, we will have uh, t-shirts for the 5782. Uh, The Smith family has uh, made these shirts, going to make them available for us, year of habitation. So if you want yours, you can order them tonight. And uh, I would like for everybody to wear them on Wednesday night. Amen. Because we're celebrating the year of habitation. You saw I don't wear t-shirts. Well, you don't, you don't have to wear one. But you know, I, I'd like for you to at least remind yourself that we're moving into a new era. Amen. That's what this is about. Brother Gene and, and his family have so kindly designed these. And I know we're going to be excited. So they will be modeling them tonight. And along with some Feed My Sheep shirts, I believe that they're doing. So anyway, they will um, they will be modeling those tonight. So everybody remember that. And so um, you can put your order in and get yours. Uh, I think several different colors. I don't know. They've got several available. So anyway, we'll, we'll uh, talk about that more tonight. All right. Getting back to the word. All right. John chapter 11. We left off with Mary meeting Jesus outside the gate. How many remembers that? All right. And so I believe verse 21 is where we left off. So let's go to John chapter 11, verse 21. Amen. Then said Martha unto Jesus. Now notice she says, Lord, he has just let her down. And she still calls him. Come on, y'all got it? She has went through the biggest disappointment in her life. And she meets him at the gate and says, Lord, mm, I know you're still Lord. But if you'd have been here, my brother would not have died. If you had have just shown up, you know I texted you. That's our lingo, not theirs. You know, I messaged you, you know, I sent messages, and I know you got them. But you didn't show up. I mean, he's been there. So I'm not real happy with you at this moment. I'm meeting you at the gate because I really don't want to let you know, not only me, but Mary, bless her heart, she sits at your feet, you know, all this she worships the ground you walk on, if you know, in our terms. She worships everything about you. And she is so hurt she would not even acknowledge that. I, I'm just asking you, you, you probably didn't really come that bad. You might want to stay at the Airbnb. You had to wait four days when I needed you the most, and you didn't even... You, you didn't even call. You didn't even say you were right here. But Mary didn't even leave the house this morning. Many stayed in the house. She was so hurt at Jesus, she did, doesn't even get up when she finds out Jesus is at the gate. She doesn't even get up. She just stays right there. Mary is the one that sat at his feet, listened to him, had faith that Martha has faith enough to at least go out and meet him. 
and call him Lord. But still give him a piece of her mind. How many times have you done that? Yeah. Mary just stays in the house. I don't want to see him. I don't want to talk to him. He didn't respond to my text. He left me on, on, on red and never replied. I mean, that's, that's our lingo. But I want to talk to you about even now. Even now. Even after all of that, Jesus is king. Even now, even after he let them down, after he messed up, I love how Martha changes the narrative. Verse 22, let's look at it. Verse 22 says, But I know that even now, whatsoever, come on somebody, you ask of God, God will give it you. Even now. Oh. Even now. I know if you ask him, he's going to do it. Even after you've disappointed me. Even after you didn't show up when I text. Even if, when you didn't show up when we called. Even if you never replied. I know that even now. Somebody say even now. Even now, God, even now, I know it's hopeless. I know everything's gone. I know everything I hope for is all gone. I I know even in 21, I know that during the pandemic, I know that my father still passed, but you're still good. You are still God. You are still my father. You are still on the throne, and you can still perform a miracle even now. It may not be the way I thought it was going to be. It may not be the way I thought it was going to happen. But maybe Lazarus isn't coming out of the tomb. But I want my joy back. I want to get my mind back. I want to know that you're still Lord. You're still good. And you're still my God. Even when I know God will give you whatever you ask. I know he'll give you whatever you ask. But even if you don't bring my brother right, I'm still going to worship you. I'm still going to proclaim your king. You may not give me what I want. Guess what Jesus says to her on verse 23? Jesus says to her, Thy brother shall rise again. Oh, (laughs) that's kind of weak in here. Thy brother shall rise again. My situation is about to live again. I don't know how y'all sitting there this morning because I know that some things that have died uh, that I have declared death on uh, is about to rise uh, in my life. You know what she says? That's nice, Lord. That's nice. Nice try. Come on, look at the response in 24. Martha says to him, yeah, that's nice. 
I know he's going to rise again in the resurrection. I know he's going <laughs> to. Come on, we have hope, right? Down there. <laughs> How like Martha are we? I know you're king, Lord. I know that anything you ask. God is going to do it for you. I know. I know. And he says to her, your brother's going to live again, dude. And she says, nice try. I know that at the resurrection, I know that. I read that. I know that at the last day, yeah, it's going to all turn out good. But what are we doing about now? Ooh. There is going to be a resurrection one day, but there is no way it can happen right this minute. And Jesus looks at her and says, verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Somebody ought to yell at Lazarus right now. Oh, hallelujah. I am here and now I can do what you think I can't. Even past your disappointment, past your miscarriage, past the abuse. Past the mess that you're living in, past the hurts, I will still do a miracle. Somebody ought to shout in this house. I don't care what you've been through. I will still do a miracle. My, the one who believes in me. 26, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Do you believe this? <laughs> now, he is talking, talking theological, and she really don't understand all of it. Who believes in me shall never die. But she gets the last question. Do you believe So I'm telling you this morning, the last question is yours. Do you believe? Lord, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know how bad it is. You don't know how bad this is. This has done me. It's messed me up. God, you messed me up for not showing up when I thought you was going to. Oh, but look at verse 27. She says, yeah, Lord, I believe Thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into this world. I believe you're the Christ. Come on, does that sound familiar? This is the verse that Romans 10 says, If you believe that he is the Christ, the Son of God, you shall be. Come on, she's about to save her brother from death. Because she believes. Oh, bless it. (laughs) I got to calm down, right? Oh. 
Come on, let's say it together. Yes, Lord. I believe. Come on, let's say it again. Yes, Lord. I believe. Yes, Lord. I believe. Yes, Lord. I believe. You know what? That's all he needed. That's his love language. Come on, trust is his love language. When he heard her say, yeah, I believe. I believe you're the Christ. I believe that you conquered death. I believe. Woo. Was it song Brother Snow sings? I believe in the Father. Huh? I believe in the Son. I believe in the resurrection. Come on. I believe it. And when you say I believe it, he says, Woo! That's all I needed. Y'all better get that stone off. Ha! Whoa! Because I'm about to do something out of nothing. I have, I have, and I can work with trust. I love to be trusted. Mm, God loves it when you trust him it's hard to trust him when you've been disappointed it's hard to trust him when you saw the disaster it's hard to trust him when when you saw death go all over your loved one but let me tell you something that even now Jesus is still king I don't care what evidence you have otherwise I'm here to tell you on Sunday morning oh September the 18th that God is still king am I going to get with me Come on, he's still king. God loves it when we trust him. But even now, God, I still believe. She says, yes, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ. When I was looking at this, I was thinking, she wasn't actually saying she believed he could actually do something. What she said is, I believe in who you are. Is that not what our worship leader was encouraging us this evening? This morning, our worship leader's family has just been through a major tragedy. And come on, look at God. She could say, but I still believe who he is. I don't want to get too crazy here, but I believe she's about to be repaid. Come on, y'all, y'all, y'all can believe with us. No hope. But even now, Jesus is king. Jesus is king. Even now, Jesus, I don't know, Jesus, what you're about to do. 
She didn't know he was going to call for the stone to be removed. She just was in the moment saying, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ. What is she saying? I believe any, any block that is in front of you, you're about to move it. I don't know what you're going to do. It's what she could have said. But I'm tired of, tired of trying to manipulate you. I'm trying to get. Come on, the church has become the biggest manipulators of God. Come on. I'm for fasting. Y'all know it. No, look at it. Don't look at me. But you know what? The deal is, is that God is for fasting too. But he don't want you fasting just just to manipulate him. And the church has used fasting as a manipulator. And nowhere in the Bible does it teach you fast and you'll get anything. No. Come on. Oh, I know the King James Version says fasting and prayer will... will, uh, Get, get demons out, but go look at the original transma- translation. Fasting is not in there. That is an italicized word, meaning that the King James added. Oh my gosh, all you King James people are going to shoot me now. I just lost all dignity right there. Ooh, our preacher, for real. It wasn't the King James version that saved you. Mm, oh my goodness, I just keep on digging it deeper, don't I? I'm going to get fired. <laughs> oh, and, and I like the King, King James Version. It's the one I cut my teeth on. It's the one I was raised in. It's old, I'm old. You can't separate the two. So, so, I mean, I like it, and I use it. That's what we're reading out of. But I'm telling you that if you are so bound on one version, You're going to miss everything that God has for you. Oh, my, my, my. I got to get off of that one. I'm tired of manipulating you and what I want you to do. I've been praying. I've been worshiping. I've been giving in my offering. I've been writing down my prayer requests. And I'm going to stop saying that I believe it's going to happen on September 30th. Come on, I'm, I'm going to stop putting a date on it. Oh, mm, exactly like this. I'm going to get married and I'm going to have kids. Lazarus is going to live again and everything's going to be fine. I'm going to tr- stop trying to spell it out the way I like, want it to happen in my lifetime and the way I'm planning. Because I am living according to his will and to his way and in his time. And in his season. Come on. The Bible says in Psalm 1. He shall be like a tree. That is planted. Come on. Who bears fruit in his season. And we're like trees. That are on wheels. 
if it ain't happening here, I'm going to go over there where I can bloom. It does not say that that tree got up and went to another place because it wasn't blooming good enough. Y'all got me? We got so many people running all over the world for a word. Trying to get a ministry. And I'm not against, y'all don't get me wrong, I'm not against that. But when you have got so full of yourself that you think, ah, that you got to bloom consistently, even a tree don't bloom consistently. Even it don't bear fruit all every day. It bears fruit in its Maybe you're in the season of blooming, and maybe you're in the season of fruit bearing, but maybe you're in the winter season. And you don't look too pretty. Well, I'm going to go over there to the first church of the softeners, of the softies or whatever you want to call them, soft hitters. And I'm going to go over there and see if I can't bloom again. And maybe it's your winter season. And God's saying, but I'm here through for you, even when you don't feel me. Even when you don't see it, I'm working. Even when you don't feel it, I'm working. So, I want to get off of that real quick. I'm going to stop trying to make it happen. And I'm going to believe that you're the son of God. I'm going to believe in your character. I'm going to believe in you no matter what happens. When it happens or how it happens or where it happens, I'm going to believe that you're the son of God and that you're enough for me. I believe you're my source. I believe you're my strength. You're my soul sufficiency. Some of us in the room, I've got a job and we praise a job more than we do with God. Come on, I'm for having a job. But I'm, I'm saying to you, don't trust in it. Trust in God. God is your source. No other, not the company you work for. Because he has already done so much for us. Even if he didn't do one more thing, he saved your soul from hell. He is worthy of your praise. Why? Because he's the son Of the living God. Not because he's my blesser. Not because he gives me whatever I want. Not because because I've been waiting for something on his hand. But because you believe in his character. You believe he is Christ. The son of God. Come on. is Is that a good enough? Even now Jesus is king. Why? Because he's the son of the living God. He's king. So, this morning, I want you to understand, even if you don't, he's still king. Even if you don't do it like you wanted. Come on, we all have a plan. (laughs) I don't worship God because he does things my way. I worship God because he's God. And... And, and, and you know what? I'm not the Lord of the harvest. I'm the Lord of the seed. I got to take care of the seed. He'll take care of the harvest. 
Come on, we're not, we're not guarding our seed. Come on, he give you a word so you could guard that word with all your heart. So your job is the seed. His job is the harvest. And we're up here trying to perform a harvest when we're not even got the seed right yet. Amen? Because there's some people that you just don't want speaking into your life. Come on, when somebody gives me a word, I want to see what they're doing with their word. You got mess, you got a mess you're trying to clean up on yours. Don't be giving me one because I don't want that mess. Oh, I know I just messed up again. But anyway, here's what I'm saying to the church is he said, know them that labor among you. You gotta know them. There's some words you don't accept. Just cause somebody gave you a word, let that thing lay, let it soak a bit. Come on, if it's a good seed, it'll come up. If it's not, and the seed is good because it's the word. Come on, so all the time when a word is given, it's not the seed's fault, it's the soul's fault. Because when it's a word from God, it's always good. It's always precious. It's always wonderful. But guess what? We got to we got to get a hold, which means I'm in charge of my seed. Whether I withhold it, whether I sow it, I'm in charge of my praise. Whether I sing it, whether I stay silent. I, 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 ooh, the rocks are going to cry out. Job knew I can't determine my life, what my life, when my life is going to turn, turn around. I can't determine when I'm going to get my life back. I can't determine whether my house will be back, my kids will be back, my health will get better. But I can do one thing. I can use this mouth to praise my God. Because I know he's in control of every situation. I'm going to sow it in the famine. I'm going to sow it in my mess. Blessed is the name of the Lord. Martha knew she may not get Lazarus back. But Jesus had finally become enough for her. I want them to come back to the instruments. I'm closing. You know what she said? You are the son of God. You are my savior. Where else would I go? Of course I believe in you. She went back. She left Jesus at the gate. You know what she said? Probably. Lord, you stay right here. I'm about to go with what I got. Some of you this morning may have to leave Jesus at the gate because some people in your life is hurt. They're not accepting him and they're not in the mood to because they have been hurt by him. They feel like he's done them wrong. But I want to let you know Jesus will stay where you leave him. He doesn't even follow her when he leaves. When she leaves, she goes back and she gets Mary and says, Mary, we were wrong. He's still king. I just met with him outside the gate. 
Oh, is he going to do something? I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what he's going to do. But you just got to go down there and you got to see him. I know you need to talk to him, Mary. You need to talk to him. You need to talk to him. I know you don't want to see him. But the teacher is asking for you. Oh, hallelujah. John chapter 11 and verse 28. And we're done. When she had so said, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly. She went to her privately. She didn't embarrass her. She said, the master, the teacher, is come. Hallelujah. What she could have said is, the master of death is here. Oh! The rescuer, the one who can put it back together, is here. And he's calling for you. Oh! You can't do a thing about those that won't come. But when you get sold on him, when you get sold on that he's the master and he is king even now, those that are hurt are going to say, what has happened to Brother Poteet? Wow, what is up with that guy? I know what he's been through. He's up in here shouting and singing and messed up. Under the power of the Holy... Oh, I got to go check that out. I didn't know that he was that kind of king. I didn't know he was that kind of master. So this morning, even now, even now, Jesus is king. Next time I preach this message, we'll have props and some help. Because somebody's about to come out. Somebody's mess is about to erupt. Because we're about to cancel a funeral. The devil says, I got you wrapped up. I got you messed up. I got you in the tomb. But Jesus is about to call it out. This morning, even now, with all of your disappointments, with everything that you've been through, I want to hear you at at the last of this service yell out, you're king. We're going to leave out of here shouting, Jesus is king. I'm not participating. I don't feel like he's king. That's cool. Because here in a Sunday or two, you're going to get a report. I'm expecting that out of this service this morning, there comes at least three reports that Lazarus is out of the grave. 
Y'all know me, and I don't say these kind of things lightly, but I was praying this week. I said, God, I want to see a creative miracle. And I know, I know, I know that you're in the business. And even now, you're still king. I know your situation is hopeless. It's a mess. And the devil's telling you how hopeless, for real, it is. I don't care what Lazarus you've wrapped up. You better get ready to unwrap him. Because Jesus is about to tell you, you better loose him. You better let him go. Because I have spoken. And he's coming out. Hallelujah. Come on, worship him, church. Come on, lift your hands. Shout. Jesus is king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is King.